welcome back to Seek the Joy podcast. Happy Seek the Joy Tuesday. You know, today isn't just any old normal, regular Seek the Joy Tuesday. Today is my 27th birthday, and I am so excited to have completed a, another trip around the sun, and I am excited for what 27 is going to bring. It's interesting. I guess now I'm officially considered to be in my late 20s, or is that 28? Someone let me know. But it's interesting that when you sort of hit this time period in your life, there are a lot of expectations and pressures as to where you're supposed to be or where society says you're supposed to be in your life. And since this is my space to be honest and vulnerable, and I know I'm not alone with this, that has been difficult for me and something that I have been struggling with, with this idea that I'm supposed to already be there, whatever there is. And going into this 27th year, my goal is really to just relax and enjoy the ride. And of course, I have goals and dreams and adventures I want to go on this year. And I know I will get to all of it and all of them and it will come. It will all come. It's just a matter of time. So that's all I really wanted to say about my birthday. And so before we dive into today's episode, I wish I could do sort of a roll call. Well, you know what? Let's just do it. Who attended the Women's March this past weekend? Did you go to Las Vegas? Were you in Washington, D.C.? Were you in downtown Los Angeles? I would love to know where you were, if you went, and what your experience was like. So leave a comment on my most recent Instagram post uh, for this episode. I'd love to hear what your experience was like for me. And I went last year too. This year's March was another amazing, inspiring experience. Last year, I went with my sisters and my friend Laurel, and there were literally over 800,000 people in downtown Los Angeles last year that I literally could not move. You could not move. Uh, This year was just as inspiring and motivating and just being there with all of those people and the camaraderie and the companionship, there is nothing like it. And this is probably my fourth or fifth protest or march that I've gone to in the last year. And I know that's not a lot, but for someone who had never gone to a march before in her life, that feels like a lot. And uh, when you feel inspired to stand up and use your voice and stand up for what you believe in, and when you see an injustice, Make your voice heard. And that's really what's so inspiring, not only about the Women's March, but also about today's guest. On the podcast today is Gina Keller, the owner and founder of Nasty Woman Cosmetics. And Nasty Woman Cosmetics is a socially minded cosmetics company dedicated to supporting feminist ideals. And the concept for her company was really envisioned while watching the Women's March on Washington last year. Gina says it so well on today's episode, but the beauty of seeing so many people come together to fight for basic human rights and reproductive rights and gender equality and healthcare for all and basic civil liberties was so inspiring and and watching these people come together and share their voice really inspired her to want to share hers too and from there nasty woman cosmetics was born lipstick has been a symbol of empowered women throughout the ages and i had no idea about this until today's conversation i so love the concept behind Nasty Woman Cosmetics. I love the work that Gina is doing and the message that she's spreading. And part of the proceeds from every sale goes to Emily's List. Supporting progressive female candidates is a cause that I can get behind. 
As always, all of the information about today's episode can be found on the show notes section of our website, seekthejoypodcast.com forward slash show dash notes. All of the information about Nasty Woman Cosmetics and where you can buy some matte liquid lipstick is right there. Also, Gina and I are hosting a giveaway, both in celebration of the anniversary of the Women's March this past weekend and this episode. So to enter the giveaway and win a liquid lipstick of your choice, make sure you're following both Seek the Joy podcast and Nasty Woman Cosmetics on Instagram. Like the post on my page announcing the giveaway and tag one nasty woman in your life. The winner will be picked at random and announced this Friday, January 26th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. I hope you enter the giveaway and I hope you enjoyed today's episode and leave feeling inspired by Gina and her mission and ready to resist and persist in 2018. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Gina. So my name is Gina and I am the creator of Nasty Woman Cosmetics and this really all began last January during the Women's March. Seeing a million women come together to stand up for what they believe in and a set of ideals that I just think should be second nature to people, it just really inspired me. And especially after the election, I just had all of these feelings and I felt like I needed an outlet for it. And that's where the birth of Nasty Woman Cosmetics came from. I felt like I had to do something and this is where I put my energy in. A lot of people have been really inspired, I think, since the election and since the inauguration. And um, did you attend the Women's March, by the way? I did not. No, unfortunately, I have two young children at home and I just, I couldn't get there. But I was glued to my TV all day and just on the phone with women close to me and the energy of the march, I feel like, just touched people all over the world. So I was there in spirit. I wasn't uh, able to attend the one in Washington, D.C., but I did go the one in downtown Los Angeles, and um, mm-hmm. it was it was it was incredible. Just the energy and um, just all of the people that showed up. I mean, at one point we couldn't walk anywhere because there were so many people. So it was really an incredible experience. And it's so wonderful, I think, to see all of the women and the people who are just so inspired and want to stand up and, and really have our voices be heard and, and make an impact and make a difference. And I just love the premise behind Nasty Woman Cosmetics and, and what you're doing. So what was the process? like creating your company? I have never done anything like this before. So it was a learning curve for me. I had the conception and honestly, I spoke to a lot of women entrepreneurs I knew and said, I have this idea. What, what do I do? Help me. And I just have a really good group of women friends and everybody was able to contribute an idea to me and just give me such support that it just all came together, you know, just from formulating the actual lipsticks to manufacturing and the social media presence. 
it just really all came together at once through just the great support network I have. And I was able to get the whole thing up and running in a, in just a few months. So it's been a labor of love, just hmm. learning each step of the process of the paperwork and legalities of starting a new company to the manufacturing side, to the marketing and online social media side. I, I have I have words in my vocabulary I didn't have six months ago because I've just <laughs> learned so much. So it's been a labor of love and it's been an intense learning period for me, but I'm just so happy with the outcome and really, really proud of what we're doing right now. So I'm just excited. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the fact that you were able to put it together in such a short period of time, I think what you touched on a little bit with just in terms of your support network and the women in your life who have really, it sounds like have helped you and taught you different aspects of, a, of the business that maybe you wouldn't have known about before. So let's talk a little bit about the product that you're offering. So I think right now you're offering two different products, right? Uh, it's a liquid lipstick. Yes. And one has the uh, saying nasty woman on the side. I, I also think we know where that inspiration came from. <laughs> um, I would hope everyone we, knows. <laughs> yes. I've actually had people email me online and say, why nasty woman? And I feel like I have an education process going on. But once people understand the background, they're like, wow, that's awesome. So, that's so I, have my nasty, yeah, I have my nasty woman lipstick and I have my persist lipstick, which my persist lipstick came from, I'm a huge Elizabeth Warren fan. And I feel like that saying, nevertheless, she persisted was the inspiration for that one. And just I just think it's a good thing for all women to hear, like, just persist and you'll get to wherever you need to go. Don't let anybody stop you. And I just think it's an inspiration that all women need to hear in their lives at some point. And that's also where I got the um, names of my colors. Each of my lipsticks come in two colors, the Resistance Red and the Persistence Pink. I, I love that. The messaging behind the liquid lipsticks and what you're doing, I think, is so important. Have you found that the messaging that you're putting out there, have you found that it has also really helped to push you and inspire you throughout this whole journey that you've been on? Oh, absolutely. I just feel like it's important work that I'm doing here because yeah. my company is also a very socially minded company. You know, we don't just make lipsticks. We have a cause we're donating to right now called Emily's List. I don't know if you've heard of them, but yeah. um, we're donating proceeds from our sales to them. And they are dedicated and work very hard procuring women candidates for all levels of government. So they just go into a community and find strong women and say, you know what, you would be an amazing leader. You're an inspiration. And we think you should run for government because right now women, I feel, finally have that sense that, hey, we're not represented and we need to be. And I could be that person that does it. So Emily's List backs candidates on all levels of government, um, progressive women women candidates, I should say. Mm -hmm. Their candidates are all pro-choice and uh, they're trying to flip the house 
from Republicans to Democrats, and they're doing a great job. I think they backed 16 different candidates in the last midterm election, and 13 um, won. So they're doing an amazing job. Yeah, I think we're really starting to see uh, the tide turn quite a Mm -hmm. bit. Just look at the women are speaking up and speaking out. And I think as a group, we're not taking it anymore. Do you know what I mean? I think uh, we've kind of had enough. And I think if anything that this new administration in the election has done, I think it's really been, I don't want to say it's been the last straw that broke the camel's back because I'm not even sure we're there yet. But I think that it's really awakened so many people and showed us all that we really, we really need to start taking a more proactive and active role in our government and in the world in which we're living in. And it's so great to see what you're doing too, the messaging you're putting out there and the mission behind it. And I, I don't know about you, but for me, I've learned the more that we sort of empower ourselves, we can really right. empower others. It really sounds like you found some of your voice through creating Nasty Woman Cosmetics. And I think think you're without a doubt will empower others through your company. I hope so. You know, like like you said, I feel like this new administration we're all having to deal with, if anything, has inspired a solidarity mm-hmm. of women and minorities all around. And we're we're all just saying enough's enough. We're we're gonna start speaking out now because we've let you kind of take advantage of us for long enough. So yeah, I'm excited to see where the future goes because I think we're finally, everybody's getting together now and we're finally moving in the right direction to get things to where they're going to represent our country mm-hmm. in a way that's positive and that will help everybody moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's definitely been a bit of a... Um a kick in the pants, so to speak, yeah. <laughs> and really gotten the momentum moving forward. So what do you think you've learned the most about yourself creating Nasty Woman Cosmetics and I guess really being part of, of this new movement? You know, I have learned to be able to ask for help. And, you know, I starting a new company was hard and I was the kind of person who always wanted to do everything by myself mm-hmm. and this was something that I I needed to be able to say hey would you mind helping me on this because I am not the most knowledgeable person in x y or z and I could use some extra insight I've also learned that um you know carpe diem right like mm-hmm. I have had so many instances where I'm like you know it would be great to do this or that's something I'd like to get into in the future. Well, the future's now, I feel like, and no better time than to just get out there and do what you need to do. Because like I just said, carpe diem. If it's not now, then when? We have to start doing that now more than ever. Mm-hmm. There are always You can always make a laundry list for yourself of the reasons why you shouldn't do something. But then there's also that laundry list of the reasons why you should. And I think you, it sounds like you can really relate to this in the sense that, you know, you've got to go for it and seize the opportunity and carpe diem, seize the day, seize the moment and, and uh, really jump in. Right. I mean, I think your podcast and my cosmetics company are around the same age. So I think it's so. funny. We were, we were kind of going through our vision at the same time in a parallel universe. And 
I wonder if there are a lot of women out there right now who are kind of like at a turning point in their life and they should just go for it, right? I think so too. You know, it's interesting you say that because a lot of people who I've started to follow on social media and interact with and reach out to and you included, um, I was just so excited and inspired by what they're doing. And then I started to find out we all sort of started around the same time. And I wonder what was kind of in the air around September and October. (laughs) of 2017. Um, But it's so interesting to see people who are, and women, especially women, who are really deciding to just go for it and do it. And you know what? Listen, if in a year my podcast isn't around anymore, that's okay. I went for it and I did something I was excited about and that's all that matters. And if it's still here, even better. But Mm -hmm. you can't learn and grow unless you put yourself and you do something and you do something different. And maybe that's a little bit outside your comfort zone too. Um, Did you have any sort of business background before you got started or did you just just jump in? You know, I I did work in finance for many years. So I, I, I know numbers a little bit, yeah. but my passion was not there. And this certainly touches upon my passion much more. Um, I was a poli-sci student in college and I've always kind of had social mindfulness. That type of thing was always a passion of mine. I was always into politics. I've certainly never started a business before, But I have to say it's probably the most exciting thing I've ever done as far as my professional life is concerned. Definitely my most passionate thing I've ever worked on. So it's exciting for me. (laughs) Yeah. I asked if you had a business background because I've talked to a couple of women who have started new projects or just jumped in and, and started a business. And it's been interesting to hear that most don't have that hardcore, you know, business MBA type background. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I love that personally because I think too often we think there are barriers to doing something. So, you know, if you don't have that MBA, can you really go into business? And, you know, if you don't have a creative background, can you dive all in into a creative project? And I think uh, it's so wonderful to hear that so many of us may not have those backgrounds, but we're jumping in and we're following our passion. Mm-hmm. and we're really going for it and and that's really why I asked because it's been so amazing to hear about all of these women and people who are doing things that maybe you know their background wouldn't predict would be something they do so I think that's amazing this was definitely outside my comfort zone and I think because of that it made me work all the more on it so yeah mm-hmm. yeah you sort of jump all in and and give a like 120 percent if not more I think right when you're so when you're so passionate about something so what would you say is your is your biggest passion you know I'm a mom and I'm an animal lover and I think those are two huge big parts of my life you know when my four-year-old runs up to me and says mommy I love you out of the blue like Mm. that's just one of the most joyful moments of my life. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not a mom, but I know, I know how I feel about my mom. And so <laughs> it, that's got to be a really powerful moment. Yes. And you know, um, on my website, I run a um, lipstick giveaway called Nasty Woman of the Week. And I encourage people to write in and tell me about somebody in their life who personifies that nasty woman attitude. And I've had so many women write in and say their mother. Hmm. So I think it's so important for 
women of every generation just to speak out and just let each generation, the next one, know like, hey, have your voice and be heard and everything will be okay. My last nasty woman of the week, um, who I just mailed her free lipstick out today, is a mother and a fifth grade teacher and she just lives in a place where she's defending her feminist ideals basically Mm. um and every day she stands up to people and says no you know racism isn't okay sexism isn't okay and she is planting these seeds in the mind of her fifth grader like when you see an injustice don't sit idly by speak up yeah that's so inspiring yeah I'm I'm just loving all these submissions I get and I've most of them I've gotten have been from women writing in for their mother so I love that I love that. I think I know a major part of your company and your mission is really a focus on having all voices be heard. And so I love that you touched on, you know, the giveaway that you host. I don't know. I just love the idea of getting people involved and having them share what nasty woman in their life inspires them. And I love what you said about, you know, having every generation be involved and and speak out. I'm I'm lucky enough to have both of my grandmothers still here. They are uh, 86 and 87. And uh, it's so interesting to have conversations with them about what it was like when they were growing up or even in their 20s. I'm 26. So I have uh, a lot of conversations with my grandma about what it was like when she was 26. And, you know, she already had kids and had a career. And um, and one of my grandmothers, and I'm sure she's going to be listening to this podcast, but she was so unique in the sense that she got her bachelor's and her master's during a time when a lot of women, women were not given the opportunity to have that kind of an education. And so it's so interesting to me to sort of hear her perspective and feedback and uh, Mm -hmm. just really kind of reflect on how far we've come, but also how far we still need to go. My sisters and I have talked to her about how she couldn't have her own credit card. It had to be in her husband's name. She even when she got wow. divorced from my grandfather, she uh, couldn't buy her own home without him uh, co-signing. So just all of these barriers to women. And now, you know, she's 86 and it's 2017 and we almost had our f- first woman president. And so it's just so interesting to sort of see what it has been like for each generation and you know it'll be so interesting to see what the next generation thinks of what this generation has been doing uh it's really Mm -hmm. i think it's so important to just have every voice be involved really in this movement and and in going forward absolutely that's amazing that you host that giveaway and you give people an opportunity to really share which I think, um, I don't know how often that happens. I think that's right. And I, I think like the, the little everyday things are the things that are most helpful. Mm-hmm. Like in everyday life when somebody speaks out and gives somebody a voice who didn't have one. I want to hear about that. And I think other people do because these little inspirations push others to do the same. So I think it's important. Yeah, absolutely. It's about inspiration and I would also say maybe empowerment too. I know we talked about this a little bit before, but once we all start empowering ourselves, it gives others that platform. And so for you, where do you really see your role? And I guess we could call it the resistance movement because I think the resistance is very much alive and well. Uh, where, Where do you see your role in it? Gosh, I sometimes I feel like a cog in the wheel, but other days I feel like 
this is really going to make something. You know, I started my Instagram account a couple of weeks ago and I already have a thousand followers. And I feel like, I feel like that says a lot. There's so many women out there who want an outlet and just an everyday outlet just to be heard, just to know that people are recognizing they're there and um, are speaking to them. So I feel like that's my role. My role is to just have a voice for women who maybe don't have that outlet and I try to give back to the community through our charities that we work Mm -hmm. with Um, I think just having a place to talk about it is huge and I'd like to give that to women I don't know I'm not sure what my role is yet but um, I feel like it's evolving and I just want to be able to play some sort of role in all of this. You know, as I said, I have a daughter and I'd really like her to grow up in a world where there's less double standards and less glass ceilings. So I'm trying to figure out how to do that. Yeah, (laughs) our roles are constantly evolving and I think they will continue to evolve as, as time goes on. But I think any contribution that any of us can make to really get the conversation started and get the ball rolling. And it's interesting because I think we have these really incredible women who are in government, like an Elizabeth Warren, like a Kamala Harris, Diane mm-hmm. Feinstein, who are really out there and having their voices be heard on our behalf in government. But then, you know, we have women who are starting businesses and uh, working, you know, in organizations like Emily's or Planned Parenthood or wherever it might be. And I think it's important to convey the message that no matter at what you're doing and no matter at what level you're working at, whether it's in the public sector or the private sector or whatever it might be, that you can have a role and you can contribute. I think too many of us kind of get stuck on the fact that maybe we can't make kind of large impact that we would like to, but what I've started to really learn and understand is it's really more so any impact you can make in any role that you can play is important no matter how big or how small and um, I really think that's going to be just so important moving forward I think it's going to be those small efforts you know sort of piled on to each other that's going to really be what makes a difference Absolutely. In your own life, I mean, you are a mom and you just really started your own business. And and I really think it's probably on the verge of really being catapulted. We're coming up on a new year and the anniversary of the Women's March. How, how do you sort of keep yourself balanced doing all of that? It's been difficult, especially um, these beginning stages of getting the company up and running. Luckily, I've had a good support system of other women around me who have been giving me guidance. So I'm not tripping over myself and, and making mistakes other have. So I've just been able to kind of have a more straight line to my mm-hmm. goal than, than a learn as I go and and um, spin my wheels a little extra. It's been tough, but I feel like, like I said, I, <laughs> I've i been doing a lot of work in the middle of the night when my kids are <laughs> sleeping because I don't want to be the mom who's like on the phone all day or on the computer all yeah, day of course. <laughs> in front of my kids. But um, it's been difficult. But now that things are a little more solidified for me, it's, it's getting easier. You know, my company's only a few months old at this point. So we are still just 
oiling the cogs in the wheel. (laughs) But I think that's so honest too to say that it has been difficult to stay balanced. And um, I know for myself, taking on a new project has been an interesting but really positive experience too and a lesson for me in how to stay balanced. And every day is, I'm Mm -hmm. sure this is for you too, but every day is different. No two days are alike. Going back to that support system that you have too, I think, I think we would be lost without that support system. And it's, it's, it's so amazing to hear the role that it's, that it's played in your life and in developing your company. Absolutely. I mean, it's been great. I've I've been speaking with other women who have started small businesses, and I feel like just the ability to bounce ideas off each other, kind of like having a little think tank yeah. at your disposal. Yeah, I, that's amazing. <laughs> has just saved me a lot of time and energy from going down paths that would lead to nowhere. So that's been really important. And I just trying to live authentically, I think, helps a lot when when your thoughts and your intentions match your behaviors and you kind of have a self-awareness of of what's going on with you and around you I think it just cuts through all the crap oh yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) you can focus more and just get done what you need to get you know what you need to do um and people will see that in your work yeah no I think that's so important is just being you and just being authentically who you are and I think it comes through just like you were saying I mean if you're authentic in what you're doing and the message you're portraying I think people really pick up on it and I think people are are really attracted to that authenticity too Mm -hmm. absolutely how how in your own life do you really authentically show up Well, like I just said, you know, when I kind of like to put my money where my mouth is a lot. (laughs) Um, Which is so important. (laughs) Absolutely. Because, you know, if if you don't, what what do you stand for? So, I mean, I could talk about the women's movement all day long and people know that about me so (laughs) they know this is something I'm truly passionate about so like like I said when you when your thoughts and your intentions match your behaviors I feel like that is how you live authentically you know I'm I'm very um, hypersensitive to making sure that I behave a certain way in front of my daughter, Mm -hmm. right? I want to be a good role model for her. And I think that helps me live authentically. Just little things like that. And also, you know, you have to make sure you take time out every day to do other things to to find a little piece of joy in every, you know, hour of the day. Like, I'm a huge animal lover. I actually just donated, I have a Wheaton Terrier oh. and I, I donated some of my lipsticks to um, this national charity called Wheaton's in Need. They rescue puppy mill dogs and, and uh, dogs from bad situations. So I, I had just donated some lipsticks and the auction ended a few days ago. And, you know, I have to honestly say when I see my dog running outside, it makes me happy just to see him happy running out there with reckless abandon with his tongue hanging out of his mouth. You know, it's just great. So I feel like just taking a little time each day just to find a little piece of joy in the moment 
helps you kind of calibrate yourself so that you can stay on that authentic path. Yeah, I, wow, that's, that's really well said. I think finding those moments of joy every day, it helps you really feel more like you. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to get lost in that kind of day-to-day minutia of your to-do list and the things you have to get done and your responsibilities. And you sort of, I think a lot of people sort of leave joy at the back door and forget about it and forget that there are things you need to do to fill yourself up so you can keep going. And People start their day with a Mm to-do list and it's never like take five minutes out just to breathe and smile. And I think that needs to be on there. Yeah, agreed. 100%. My dog does that for me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So do you have um, certain things that you do for yourself every day or or whatever that might look like to really make sure that you're inserting that joy into your life? You know, really, I just like to go on walks with my dog. When my kids are in school, (laughs) I just like to take a nice long walk and... I'm a, I'm a simple person. I don't really, I don't do much. <laughs> I've tried. But what I, you do do really fills I've you up. Tried, I've signed up for yoga classes. I've signed up for Pilates. Um, I just, you know, I used to be a little bit of an artist and I feel like now my art is on my lipstick. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I love that you take long walks and I think I do that as well. But I think, you know, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It doesn't have to be a formal, you know, workout class. It just has to be things that uh, really touch you and and fill you up, you know, and uh, it doesn't have to be some grand overture, you know, to insert joy in your life. And that's kind of what I've found in the last couple no, months for sure. I just, I take my long walks and just the amount of thinking I can get done. I don't bring my phone. Mm-hmm. I just, I just hit the pavement and walk with my dog and I just let my brain percolate. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Have you found that you've kind of had your best ideas on those long walks? I actually, I have had some great ideas on those walks. Yeah, it's really helped me to formulate ideas and just kind of let things fall into place in my brain so I can get it out on paper better later on, for sure. Yeah, I found that too. Whenever I go on a walk, I don't let myself check my phone. But while I'm on the walk, you know, next thing I know, I'm like responding to text messages and 40 minutes have gone by and I've had no no time for myself. So I found um, during those walks too you know, things come to me and I, you know, try and write them down. And I don't know, I think that kind of time for yourself is so important. And it allows you to sort of quiet your mind Mm -hmm. and allow, you know, those new ideas and things that you're thinking about to sort of percolate in your brain. Just like you said, I I agree so much with that. Yeah, I mean, you just that's my me time right there. Because every other minute of the day I'm in the house, I have a little person (laughs) hanging on me or the phone's ringing or, yeah. you know, I'm getting messages or there's somebody at the door. So there's always just, a lot going on. Yeah. That's, that's my time. And that's why I don't bring my phone. I just, I need that 45 minutes to just decompress and just let my thoughts run where yeah. they will. I love that. So where do you feel most like you? Probably just at home or or when I'm out with my girlfriends, honestly, the people who I am the most myself with is my family and my closest girlfriends. I can just be me. I can say what's on my mind. I don't edit anything. And I feel like I'm appreciated. And I'm also surrounded myself with like-minded individuals. 
I feel like I'm most like me just just when I'm at my house with my family or I'm I'm having those little brain trust moments with my girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> I think that community is so important. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the support system we were talking about earlier. We need them and they need us and uh, it's great to be able to rely on them in any any period of time in your life. Right. Definitely. For somebody who wants to, I guess, create something they're passionate about, take the leap and really build something from the ground up and put themselves out there, what would be your biggest piece of advice? I would say two things. One, just do it. There's no better time like the present. Strike while the iron is hot, for sure. While it's hot in your brain and the number two thing I would be would be to find that collective of people who you can go to for a quick question or just to bounce an idea off of. Like we've said so many times, like I feel like I have a few close friends who own their own businesses, women, and I feel like their um, advice has just been worth so much to me. And I feel like, yeah, I mean, do it now and surround yourself with people who are supportive of you and you know uh I just think there's no time like the present yeah and there's so many resources out there right now for people who are starting a small business or a new collaborative effort I just feel like especially uh, there are so many online communities where I feel like there's so much advice out there that you'll you can find your niche and you can make it work I just feel like now's the best time ever in the you know in history for somebody to just get out there and and do it yeah I think right now there's just so many opportunities and platforms and people and communities there's a space for everybody at the table and what I've really found is it's it's really an emphasis on collaboration over competition Mm -hmm. and that there's really a seat at the table for everybody I love your advice. I think do it now and find the people who can support you through it. Right. I I love what you just said, where the emphasis is on collaboration over competition. I mean, I have definitely felt that so much in the past six months, getting nasty woman cosmetics off the ground. I've had so many amazing women who I've met online reach out to me and just be like, Hey, I love what you're doing. And we're like-minded, you know, Let's support each other. Let's do something together. Um, I love it. I've just heard it so many times and it just makes my heart so warm to be like, yes, let's all get together and lift each other up right now. And I feel like the climate in our political system is where it will help us because women want to stick together and um, we want to help each other out. Mm -hmm. If you get out there and you and you look around, you'll find the same thing. Yeah, that's that's completely what I've what I've found, too. And it's just it's like what you said, it's heartwarming, you know, it really hits you. And if you think about it long enough, uh, it really has an impact on, you know, the way you choose to sort of live your life and build your business and and your career. Mm -hmm. I've had women from all over the world contact me on my website. And it's, it's just, it's wonderful to know that people everywhere are feeling the same way. And we're a huge community. And I honestly have to say, I I love being online because if you don't know where your niche is, you'll find it on there and you'll find people who want to support you. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. So what would you say is your biggest dream? 
Wow, I have some big ones. <laughs> I'd love to see Nasty Woman Cosmetics get to the next level where, where it's a household name and a household brand. But on the flip side of that, I'd love to be in you know, a, a time where we don't have to have this conversation anymore, where women aren't held to a different standard, where we're equals. Um, I'd love to have a future where there's no double standards. My biggest dream is to have women represented in government the way we are in the population. Mm -hmm. You know, there's more women than men right now on the planet. And women are more educated than women than men right now. We have more women in college than men. And I feel like it's not represented in our government. And until it is, we're going to have to keep fighting for it. Those are my dreams. I mean, <laughs> big, powerful dreams. I, I love that. I think, yes. <laughs> I think it would be amazing to get to a space where we don't have to have um, a conversation about the wage gap and women's rights and, um, you know, everything that goes hand in hand with that. And we're not as close to it as we'd like to be, but I think we're getting closer. And I think it's going to be, you know, women and companies and organizations standing up that the way that you are and uh, making their voices be heard to really keep the conversation going, which um, is so huge. It's so huge. So where can everyone find Nasty Woman Cosmetics? We are in a couple places. Um, our website is nastywomanlipgloss.com, and uh, you can find our products are all offered on there. And on Instagram, we are Nasty Woman Cosmetics. I love Instagram. I had never done it before launching th this company, and I just love to have this platform where I can just upload these pictures and have such a quick and warm response to them that I know that there's a huge community totally feeling my vibe out oh, there. Oh, without a doubt. And it just... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it makes me feel like I have a place to belong. And we're also on Facebook at Nasty Woman Cosmetics on Facebook. Awesome. Okay, so all of your information for Nasty Woman Cosmetics will be included in the show notes for this episode. So we'll make it super easy for people to find you and to find Nasty Woman Cosmetics. Well, thank you so much for being on. This was a really great conversation. I really enjoyed learning more about you and the mission behind Nasty Woman Cosmetics. And I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see where, you, where it goes. Awesome. Thank you, Sydney. Hey guys, thank you for listening to today's episode with Gina Keller of Nasty Woman Cosmetics. Before we go, I just want to remind you about our giveaway to enter the giveaway and win a liquid lipstick of your choice. So either Resistance Red or Persistence Pink, make sure you're following both Seek the Joy podcast and Nasty Woman Cosmetics on Instagram. Like the post on my page announcing the giveaway and tag one nasty woman in your life. The winner will be picked at random and announced this Friday, January 26th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. The links to both of our Instagram pages are included in the show notes for today's episode. All right, guys, that's it. I can't wait to see who wins this giveaway. Have a wonderful rest of your day and week, and I will see you back here soon for another Seek the Joy Tuesday. Tuesday.